all to my big brother funeral. I can't find an individual to hate because I hate you all. Welcome to Knocking on Personal. Hey, we are a big brother podcast here to talk about all things big brother, more specifically the events of this past week. And there are a lot of events this past week to discuss. So it's going to be a fun episode. I've been looking forward to it for a while now. Uh, I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Tony, how are you, how how are we coming off on this Thursday night? Are we um we we feeling the heat of the Big Brother season? I mean, what are what are our emotions right now? Man, I think this is the most excited I've had I've been this season to talk about what's going on in the house. I think it's mostly because so much has happened last night and earlier today that just was not it was like kind of covered on the show actually. They addressed a little bit of it. But man, just seeing all of the lies and all of the confrontation I'm having fun. This is this is a good season of Big Brother so far. This is just like maybe a great season of Big Brother thus far. I think I've been thinking about how I want to word this all day. I think I'm ready to say like up until this point, this might be one of my favorite seasons ever. I think I am more entertained watching this season than I was any season that I've seen live, including season 20, which we hold to a very high regard. I think right now this is on pace to be better than that. Now, again, if it continues, but every single week it continues to hit. And this week, once again, like it just one ups itself every single week. It's insane. And I'm having so much fun. I love it. I love this season so much. I, I Yeah, I think about season 20 and season 20 was fun because it was just level six dancing all over Faute or whatever their alliance name happened to be at the time. And they're just crushing them the entire time. This, there's just so much flip-flopping and, like, so many people that are there to play the game. Whether or not they're doing it poorly, we'll discuss in a little bit. Um, but so many people that are playing are holding on to information strategically. Um, and then now it's coming out, and now they're using that. Like, it's just very cool to see all of the information that we've seen in past weeks now starting to come to fruition and them using that um, to make moves and getting out people who... From a like getting Izzy out is so, well spoilers obviously getting Izzy out is just such an exciting development because it's one shield away from Suri and it just now you have to see how she navigates when she's actually in trouble because up until this point she hasn't been um, so yeah I'm I'm so excited I think what I determined of why I enjoyed the season so much I mean one it's very entertaining uh, like every. And I'm I'm also saying from the standpoint of like watching the live feeds, which I know there is a big difference if you only watch the episodes or if you watch the live feeds, because live feeds have been amazing as opposed to other seasons. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why is, and last week I wouldn't have even said this, but I think this week I will say every single person here is at least playing the game and trying to do things. And that can't be said of other seasons. Every seasons you have like, a couple people who are just kind of there for the ride. They're not really, and it's just not fun to watch the good players actually just bulldozer them. But like every single person, and there are a lot of bad players this season, but they are at least playing the game. I would actually say there, we'll get to it, but I think there's probably only one person I wouldn't consider in that grouping. There's probably like one person where I'm like, okay, they're just not even trying. But besides that, I think every single person on this season is like, attempting to make moves and i think that's why it's so exciting i think i would say one maybe two but yeah and and it's not people who are playing the game and that they're part of a lot an alliance and just riding that out like they these alliances have not been firm for weeks because of just how the game has been it has never really been it's never actually been one big alliance against another big alliance it's been three or four people in three different alliances that are all battling each other and them trying to navigate that. And now that's not a sustainable, that's not sustainable gameplay. It's just not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's show, shall we get into it? Let's get into it. Uh, where do we start? start? (laughs) I think we can go somewhat chronological, even though we're going to want to talk about it all at once. I know we are. Uh, I I do want to mention, on Sunday, we did get a little more behind the scenes of directly after the vote. Um, 
that Red was voted out, Cam and Bowie Jane were blindsided. Uh, and mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty significant, the segment we saw of Bowie really not taking it well. And her conversation with Felicia, with Izzy, with Sari, kind of like, why did you leave me out? Like, I don't understand. And they kind of tried to give some reasonings, but like, she didn't really buy any of that. And I think that's pretty significant. And I just want to shout that out because I think that was like a wake up call to Bowie in a lot of ways where I don't, I think before I kind of said she wasn't playing the game, but it felt like that was the wake up call she needed this week to actually put other things Mm -hmm. in the motions. And I just like... It turns out that was not a good move for all of them to not include her in that plan. No, not even a little bit. And I think last week you were saying um, that you thought it would be interesting how they would use, like, leaving... Because they were originally going to leave Felicia and Mimi out of the vote as well, right? It was going to be yes. six to four. Correct. They are going to leave all four of them out, and then they decided to pull in Felicia and Mimi. To me, the only logical reason that you wouldn't tell Bowie... I can see why you blindside Cameron. But even he thought that their alliance was still solid, so why would you blindside anyone? Um, but when you would blindside Bowie, it felt similar to potentially to Dan's funeral, where he just gave it to Danielle, and she was upset about it. And then that way nobody thought that she was in on it, and so that's what they were doing to Bowie, so that Bowie could be on Cameron's side. Like, that's... That's what it felt like they were trying to make the connection. Like, now you're on Cameron's good side, so now right. you can be our inside person. And that's just not, like, that's not a thing that you can just do. And Bowie, yeah, Bowie was so solid that why would you why would you try to risk that at that point in the game? It's still pretty early. It just it felt unnecessary, and it does feel sloppy. It really does. Yeah, and I would say, like, the other person I left out of the vote, Cam, obviously that was a mistake. Now, if they include him and let him know it's red, does that change him targeting them? I'm not sure. But, like, it just felt like this extra sense of, like, karma where, like, yeah, you shouldn't have let people out. And I think it is a bummer because I think all that leads to is more unanimous votes, which isn't something that mm-hmm. we love. But, like, I think you see why it's almost necessary if you want to be in that power position. Uh, because, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's easy for people to hide behind votes when it's unanimous, but it's also, mm-hmm. like... There's a reason that people include each other like, hey, just so you know, everyone's voting this way if you want to be in on it, because when you blindside people, you risk the chance of them turning on you. You know, you talked about Mm -hmm. season 20 like that was that's what made season 20 season 20 was every single week was a blindside every single week. Mm -hmm. No one knew where the votes were. Um, And it's a it's fun to watch. But in the end, you know, that is what cost Tyler his game. And so like. I hate yeah. to say it, but unanimous votes are good if you are in that position to of power, I suppose. Yeah, and like I've said, something about this last season of Survivor made me much more in on the idea of like the unanimous vote just so that you're hiding where you really stand. Like I mm-hmm. think that makes a lot of sense to me, and so the idea of it isn't as frustrating. I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is so boring. Like, I would be doing the exact same thing if I was in the house. Like I said, like I've said in the past, the only way to do it is get rid of announcing what the vote is, the vote total is at the end. Just say this person was voted out of the Big Brother house. It's the only way to really fix it. And so they're not willing to do that because then you won't have hinky votes. You won't have people trying to pin votes on other people. They aren't doing that anyways, so it doesn't actually matter. But no, that's where I stand with those. Right, and I think the thing, too, is to remember, like, the votes almost don't matter. Like whether or not it's five to four or nine to zero, like that person's going home. And so the votes are really Mm -hmm. just more of a way to like signify where the house is heading. And so I think it is frustrating. I think if you only watch the episodes and you just see like the votes and it's like, Oh man, this is boring. But like, if you watch the lead up to it, you will see so many exciting things, you know, which is why, like, this season, I didn't really mind how it felt like a steamroll, like, just, oh, they're all voting together, but it's like, well, they're not, because half of them don't want to vote this way, but I, I get it, you need to watch the live feeds in order to get that, which not everyone has the time to do, like, I have way too much time on my hands right now to keep up with it all, so I understand that, but <laughs> I think, like, that's that's yeah. the key that you're kind of missing, is, like, there is exciting things happening. I think at one point, I would always correlate like a unanimous vote with it being boring because I think that's kind of like, you know, season 16 really started that where it's like everyone, we're all going to agree together who goes out. But I don't think unanimous votes always mean that. 
I think this season has proved that. Like, you can still have a split house, you can still have all these fractures, but have them all still vote for the same person at the end of the day. Um, it's confusing, but somehow I think it works this season. <laughs> I wonder if just the nature of the unanimous, unanimous vote, if a single person could swing a whole vote if last minute they told everyone that the vote switched and that the numbers were on the other side and they need to vote a certain way. I wonder if that would... If it's possible for a single person to completely switch 10 votes, 8 votes, 7 votes, however many it would be. Um, yeah. But that's just speculate. But that would be so cool. It would be cool, and I think it could work if you're the right person in the right position have, you know, mm -hmm. that amount of say with other people because i think it's the way they word it right it's like hey the house is leaning this way and i'm always like who is the house like let's let's throw out some mm -hmm. names here like why are we just saying like hey i think everyone's doing this so we have to do it, it was like no somebody started that like somebody initiated that let's get to the source of it um and so i don't know that would be me in those situations but <laughs> i don't know it could be possible all right do you want to talk about cam's hoh now his nominations, man. That is just one of my favorite things. I was so, so happy when I saw the nominations. Because I, like, I, I texted people, and I was like, this is lame. He's doing Jag and Blue. Are you kidding me? Because that's what he's telling everyone. Yeah. And then to look later and see Felicia and Izzy, love that. I love that so much. Didn't expect it. And then the pies. That's so much more disrespectful, the fact that he had to do the pies as well. Oh, I loved every every second of it. Um, especially how he did the pies. And then Felicia and Izzy are so bitter. And Izzy's like, yeah, I'm not a person that you want to cross. You you better watch out, Cameron. And now she's out of the house. Like, shut up, Izzy. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just uh, loved it. Loved all of it. I also love that we essentially got a version of the nomination wheel back, which felt yeah. so good. And I am I am just, I'm, I'm begging. I am begging begging big brother to bring it back because here's why we got to see him decide an order he like him choosing bowie first as you are the first person safe that is a message you know mm -hmm. the reaction on everyone when blue is safe the reaction on everyone jag's reaction when he was safe and then to like five were left oh to so leave good. america last that's also a message which he changed his tune on later in the week but that was a message at first like, this is why you need a nomination wheel, because there is so much tension and so much that you can communicate through that. It is so boring when all we see is their faces pop up on a screen. There's nothing to that. I hate it. I hate it. Just bring it back. It was it was so good. I feel like I feel like once the if the wheel is back, it gets more boring as time goes on because it's just but it has so much potential for the tension to be so, so big Especially, I don't know. Do you think it was better because we knew who was about to be nominated? Or do you think it was better? It might have been better if it was a surprise, actually, now that I say that out loud. Honestly, it would have been better as a surprise. Uh, because, yeah. I don't know. Like, the way that I usually find these off is just, like, through a tweet or something. Um, mm -hmm. Sorry, through an ex? Is that how you say that? You One what's of your ex-girlfriends? <laughs> what's the... Uh... <laughs> What's the title of the thing you post on X? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But see, that's why it's stupid that they change it. Sorry, we don't need to get into that. I'm not trying to fight you on <laughs> every every week. We talk about Twitter and X. I hate it. This I'm is what mad. he wanted. Um, but yeah, I loved I loved every bit of this nomination ceremony. I feel like what Cameron said was concise. I feel like it wasn't too much. Like I'm gonna get up on my soapbox. Whereas Izzy and Felicia both felt like they had to have these like super deep, like meaningful speeches where he was just like, hey, you guys have been in control and comfortable, and now I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. I loved it. No, it was great. And I mean, like, this is exactly what you want in a season like this. And I think this is what we haven't gotten in similar seasons where there is a clear power structure, whether it be one person mm -hmm. or a couple people just running the house. And you want someone like Cam to come into power and disrupt that a little bit. And I think when the first time that he was HOH two weeks ago, that was eventually canceled, he not him nominating Blue and Jag was kind of a disappointment, like, oh, like mm -hmm. he's also falling for it. And so the fact that this was like 
someone is not falling for it, it was so refreshing because we don't get that in modern Big Brother seasons anymore. So it was just mm-hmm. as as much as I don't love Cam as for a lot of reasons, like as a player and as entertainment factor for this season, like sign me up. Like let's keep this going. Let's have him BHOH two weeks in a row. Break the rules. I don't care. Like give him more power, please. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm very much on the Cameron train. I think he's I think it's awesome. There was that stuff earlier in the season that I was like uh, a little hesitant. I I feel like I'm over it now. I genuinely see potential for him to be one of those like finishing the season if he just has a killer rest of the season. I could see him being like a legendary player where like man, I want to see him come back. He's awesome. Even if he goes out like fourth, if he just keeps wreaking havoc somehow creates an alliance around him. Like I just I see a lot of potential in just his his ability to play the game that I feel like we could see be seeing a very, very good player. Yeah, I think these next few weeks are really gonna be telling. You know, I think there mm-hmm. are obviously people that are gonna wanna target him, but potentially with the events that occurred later in the week that we'll get to, like he might have a little bit of a smaller target now. You know, like, because mm-hmm. I think once nominations Bigger happens and once veto doesn't get played, like the decision of what happened this week wasn't ultimately up to him. And so I do think that there are other people that might kind of replace mm-hmm. him as like the next target. Yeah, he definitely got what he wanted, but it was never because that's what he wanted, which is what it should be. It was, it was finally a situation where it's like, we don't care what Cameron says. We're making a decision based on what we want in the house. And mm-hmm. I love to see that. Yeah. All right. So let's get to a little bit of the veto. Um, yep. I think we can maybe save a lot of the strategy. Because like, there was a lot of things that happened pre-veto. But maybe let's just like acknowledge Jared did win the veto. And once again, won a comp without really earning the win. Correct. I still don't think he's won a single one just straight up. No, I think but... every single time somebody has lost it. But did you hear he won again? And so now he's a legend, just like his mom. Did you hear him say that? He he said in the he DR Tony. say that. Did you actually miss that? I think I did. And I'm, I'm so glad I did because right <laughs> now I'm fuming. He held the veto to the screen and he said, look at mom. Especially I did ba- it again. Look who's a legend now. Infuriating. Jared, you're a legend for a much, much different reason. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, so, after Jared wins the veto... There is a lot of um, discussion on whether or not he should play it. And he's kind of put in this weird position where he does not want to play it because Cam made very aware he will backdoor Sari. However, Cam is under the belief that Jared's working with him. Felicia and Izzy uh, also believe that Jared would use the veto on them. And so how does he not use the veto and make everyone happy? And the short answer is he doesn't really. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I don't know. Like, do you think there was any way that he could have done this better? I think there definitely wasn't a cut there. I think Jared (laughs) absolutely benefited from the, I mean, first of all, it showed that he benefited from the kayak situation. So he talks, he can only talk to Suri and Felicia together. And so Felicia can't really fight for herself over Sari. And he just kind of brings up, like, I think he's going to go for you. And I feel like he can kind of get away with that. Izzy was easy. There was no, there was no, going to be no complaint from Izzy once she realized that Sari was the next option. It was really just Felicia that he had to be worried about. And since Felicia wasn't able to just talk directly to him, he kind of weaseled his way out of making a a tough decision in in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah, I... I... It's just, I don't know. I just wonder, like, is this a position where he needs to not win this veto? And I know, like, towards the end, he didn't really get the choice, right? Like, it was, again, like you said, just handed to him. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I guess, like, the risk is, like, you know, your mom going home. 
which is a big risk, something you don't want. But I, I kind of view this as like another just nail in the coffin of like getting Cam to not trust him. Uh, kind of like in trying to please everyone, pleasing no one, because clearly mm-hmm. Cam made clear to him like this is what I want to happen, and then Jared did not make that happen. Uh, Felicia, alarms going off because remember she was the one that approached him saying like, hey, we should have a final two, which he eventually spilt mm-hmm. to Sari, obviously, but. I, like it's just all these people now that don't trust him because of this move, and I'm just wondering, like, is there a scenario where he can get Cam to nominate someone else, someone else win a veto? And I just, I don't know. I feel like he was kind of trapped there, so I will give him credit in that sense. Where any bad decision that I'm about to say that he made later on, this kind of sucked for him being put in this position. Yeah, because he he ultimately got third in the in the veto competition, so he did kind of set it up so one of those other two would hopefully take the veto. Just a little side note, Matt thinking that he was actually going to get to hang out with Josh Jumel for a while. Very, very funny. Very, very funny. Love that. Every bit of it. Um, but Jared yeah. honestly was setting himself up because both of those guys wouldn't have used the veto. Um, I don't think. Actually, they might have if Cameron asked him. That would have been interesting to see what they would have done. Honestly, the risk... Sari is his janitor. Sari cleans up every single mess that Jared makes, except for maybe the one that he made yesterday and today. She just is constantly cleaning up after him and clearing yeah. things up. And so he, had to, he has to keep her around. I don't see a pathway for him to win the game without her in the house. Um, so I think he had to do it. Um, all the lies he tells beyond that, he didn't have to do. <laughs> so he's du- he, essentially what I'm saying is he's dug his own grave. I don't think it's because of this. Well, let's talk about I what it was, was because. <laughs> let's talk yes. about everything. Okay. That he did wrong. Okay. So. So first got- of all. Yes. <laughs> the big thing is the the Corey in America secret thing, right? That's what happened last night. Uh, the secret thing, as in... I'll let you go. I'll let you go. The, okay. so, let, that... Yeah, you lead the way. You have it so chronologically. Is... I don't know why I was trying to step in there. That's on me. No, 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 it's fine. I'll just try to do my best and try to make this not boring because there's a lot of information here. So I think there were a couple things. I will say one of the biggest issues here was Sari being in a kayak with Felicia because I think that allowed Jared to make his own moves. I think that yep. <laughs> Jared had a li- like she let go of the leash a little bit. He went off, said, "Hey, watch this," and oh boy, okay. So one of the things that I think was a big factor this week was Corey's secret, which isn't a secret anymore because the whole house knows, is that his brother was on Survivor. This was something he told America. This was something he told Jared, and he told Sari. Okay. Jared tells this to Cam. He just gives this up in the in some of the conversations within. Uh, hey, should I use the veto? Oh, you want me to backdoor Sari? Hey, Corey's brother was on Survivor. Okay, Cam then tells. He didn't this... exactly tell him. He was just like, "There's this crazy secret, man. You're gonna be so that, mad." That's like, true. He was yes. doing one of those where he's like, "I'm not gonna tell you what it is. I'll tell you after this eviction." But you're gonna be so mad, dude. It's so bad. And it was yes, like, yes, yes. That that's correct. <laughs> so then Cam tells this back to Corey, trying to pin this on America because this is still when Cam and America like are not great, and you know mm-hmm. there's been a lot with them this season. Corey susses this out like immediately and realizes like, oh, Jared told you, huh? So that kind of starts this motion of Corey not trusting Jared at all. Uh, and mm-hmm. then I think this episode did a really good job of America talking to Cam because that was a long conversation one night. And that also is where a lot of this flip kind of started where America and Cam finally got on the same page and were like, okay, here's the power structure. We need to get out Izzy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Should I keep rolling down that train of <laughs> what happens yeah. next? Are you <laughs> Okay. I think you're doing great. And there's people listening that pro- might not have seen the feed, so I think it, all this content yes. it, it's there's Because there's a lot. And uh, I will say, tonight's episode, I think, did a pretty decent job of this part. I was impressed. I, I was, too. Um, because a lot of it was kind of Cam and America finally deciding this. And 
I, I, I forgot watching the feeds. I forgot Corey's whole relationship with like Izzy and Jared and that foursome, you know, like, so I'm like, Oh, that actually makes sense because Corey was mm-hmm. hesitant for a while about wanting to take a shot this way. Um, and so it does make sense because like him and Izzy did have a very strong relationship up until this week. Uh, so America kind of like clues Corey in, uh, America then goes and tells Mimi next and Mimi goes and tells Felicia and then Felicia tells Corey, if that all makes sense, okay? So for a while there, they're kind of freaking out, like, oh no, this might not be good. Um, Cam eventually finds his way to talk to Jag about it, and then Corey later tells Jag, which is very good, because Jag kind of heard it from two different people that he didn't think were working together. So that, like, is finally what wakes up Jag, and I will say this is the first time Jag has not gone and just spilled everything to Sari. So good job, Jag. You finally, like, learned, okay, this is the truth, because you remember, I think it was, like, last week, we were saying, like, oh, him and Blue are connecting the dots, and they never did anything with that. They just didn't care. Yeah. Like, at all. And, like I said, the, like, people are were making connections, and this is the first week that they've been using them. Like, Corey, mm-hmm. he's like, I've known about the seven deadly sins for weeks, but I, I it was unnecessary to do anything with that yet. Yes. Yep, exactly. And so... I'll, all of this is kind of leading up to this moment um, where Jack finally is like, okay, cool. Like, let's do this. Then Matt is like the last person that they want to tell. And this was kind of interesting too, because they didn't even really need Matt, but it was more of they, they felt they just wanted to be secure. So instead of making it a five, four, there's like, let's just make it a six, three. Um, and also because Corey really wanted to include Matt, he didn't want Matt to feel left out um, mm-hmm. to necessarily like be on, on uh, Matt's bad side. Um, and I think the final part of like this that really sold Corey on it was the information that Matt told America, which was another very long conversation that Matt and America had uh, one night where he told her like, oh, yeah, Sari competed in the competition. And so when Corey realized like, oh, Sari told Matt that, but she didn't tell me that, like mm-hmm. realizing Matt is actually in the position with Sari that I thought I was in. And so mm-hmm. alliances just spilled. Uh, they finally let them know, like, hey, we know about the seven days deadly sins. Guess what? We're in for real, for real. Take a guess. Who are the common denominators within that? Uh, and that's kind of where we led up until today, where <laughs> the whole house wakes up. That's that's a lot I just went through. But very exciting. Very exciting day of feeds yesterday. <laughs> so coming into today, pretty much everybody has turned on Izzy, Felicia, Sari, and Jared. Um, and the, the vote has flipped. It was Felicia and now it has flipped to Izzy. So going in today, even that it was like, dang, it's been a wild week. Everybody's finally starting to wise up and we're starting to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then today happens and it just throws even more, just more lies, unnecessary lies. And it's just so much fun. Jared is just up until this point, Jared hasn't really been a part of any of the conversations or anything like that. And then he decides, mm-hmm. you know what? I feel like there's something going on. So he's going to make up a lie. Yes. He is going to make up a lie. He decides to lie that Jack told him about the flip. And now it's still a little confusing. Um, how Jared got this information from what I gathered. I think that Felicia or Matt told Felicia and then Felicia told Jared about it. Um, but I haven't seen that clip for sure, so that might even be a little different. But somehow... My understanding was Matt told Felicia after after Jared talked to them to kind of cover his... Be like, oh, if it's already spilling out, like I'm going to tell her myself so that it comes from me kind of thing. I'm pretty... From what I can tell, Jared, which there, there's some intuition here to be like, oh, there's a flip and Jag probably knows about it. So I'm just going to say Jag told me about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I genuinely think Jared pulled out. Oh, no, wait. Actually, I just remembered. They, everybody woke up. Everything was chill. Jared goes into the DR, and then Jared comes out and goes immediately and talks to like Matt or Corey. I'm not sure which one. So we think the DR. So people are off thinking then? that. Yeah, something in the DR tipped him off, and that doesn't. When we say that, we don't mean the DR was like, "Hey, people are flipping." It could have just been the questions they were asking led him to believe that that might be the case. We ne- we'll never know, but that, there was, it, that was the big shift was when he went into the DR. I don't think we talked about it last week, but when he was HOH last week, 
there was a moment where he essentially he he straight up said like oh i didn't have america on my radar but after talking to the dr now i think i should nominate her so like that was almost word for word what he said like he he said the d like the dr is the reason i'm thinking about this so that is a real thing whether or not you want to believe it like the dr has a lot of influence on the way that players lead in this game uh which is kind of lame i think how how that can work I think the hard part is like you want to get insight into this player and if they have any like thoughts on another player and what they might be doing. But you have to be so careful about how you ask it. Otherwise, you're influencing the game in a way that you probably don't intend to. So it's just I think it's I don't want to say a necessary evil, but a part of me feels like it is. But if they're just going to give them lines to say in the DR. Maybe it's not a necessary evil. Maybe don't ask questions like that if you're going to just tell them what to say anyways. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, so all that led up to essentially a confrontation between Corey and Jared today. Uh, did you get to watch a lot of that, or did you see some clips? Of how a lot I saw of that clips, and I went through a bunch of Twitter threads about it, so I tried to keep up with it as much as I could. By the time I saw your text, it was already over. Yes, I got the last maybe like 30 minutes of it before it cut off before the episode. Uh, and I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't think we need to like retell the whole thing. I'm sure we'll see a lot of it on Sunday's episode. I think they have to, mm-hmm. um, but essentially a lot of it came down to things just being up in the open with specifically with Corey, um, sitting down with Matt Jag and Jared being like, Hey, did Jared tell us that Jag said this? And then Jag said, I never told him that. And then Jared backtracking saying, well, that's not what I said. I never told you this. I meant this. Uh, he points at but, Matt and said, you must have misunderstood, which is like, are you just saying because he's deaf he didn't understand what you said? Like, that's tough. Yeah, add that to the long resume that Jared has of being as problematic as you can get without getting full-on canceled or kicked off the show, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also worth noting he once again shot out uh, Kelso tonight in the in his vote, so he's still still shouting her out. We need, we need to get Love word it. on this girl. <laughs> what is she? What is she up to? What are her thoughts? Can we get her on the podcast? Yeah, I saw somebody say that Zingbot should use the exact same zing that they did with Austin in Big Brother Seventeen, where it's like you. Something about his girlfriend, like his mm-hmm. girlfriend back home. And I yeah. was like, that's hilarious. I would love yeah. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it all led to an 8-1 vote, which isn't very surprising. I think like, yes, it wasn't unanimous, but I don't know. It wasn't super surprising that Sari wanted to just throw a vote her way, which is something that no one mm-hmm. else has had the courage to do this season. <laughs> They just want to hide under yeah. his vote. So, like, I don't know. Good for her, I guess. Like, didn't matter, whatever. She showed them. Yeah. Yeah, then... it was... That whole conversation essentially was just... There... Uh, Jared was caught in a lie. I think there was no way that he was getting around that I think everybody kind of left with that mentality that Jared was lying. And then it just... They opened up about all the alliances they were in. I thought it was fascinating that Sari came in. And from what I saw and what I read, she she was doing more to protect her own game than she was to try to back up Jared. I don't think she, like, abandoned him and was like, well, you figure it out, abandoned him to the wolves. But she definitely was like, I can't protect you too much right now because then they'll think that something's up, and so I'm just going to defend myself. And she's just watching her son potentially blow up his own game and not able to do anything about it, which I was... I can imagine that being very difficult. There was one specific clip where she just like puts her hand head in her hands and I'm just like, Oh, Siri, I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah. It was very fascinating watching her. And I I do get it because that was my thing. Like there were a couple times where like she started to defend him and that's when I wanted to yell at the screen, like, pay attention. Who is she trying to protect right now? Look at what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there were many times throughout the argument it felt like her and Jared versus Corey and everyone else just watching and that should be red flags to everyone there. Um, and so I, it's hard to tell because, like, in hindsight and with the knowledge that we obviously have of the whole situation, it should be very clear, you know, like, like duh, of course, like, Jared's lying. 
But I don't know. I think we're going to find out tonight when the live feeds come back on. I think we'll find out on Sunday's episode. And, like, how did people handle, like, what did Matt really think of the situation? <laughs> like, what did, did Jack mm-hmm. fall for it again? Is he going to once again go back to the Sari miss? Like, who knows? Um, it also might be worth updating everyone on who the HOH is this week. Do you know this? Do you what? not know? Is it over? It's over. Wait, don't look up anything. We're going to play a game, okay? <laughs> the wall is over? Uh, Tony, it's been over for like 15 minutes, but we've just been on a roll, and I didn't think it was appropriate to bring up yet, but are you ready for me to tell Nathan. you who the new HOH is? <laughs> Nathan, it hasn't even been an hour. These people are weak. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, well I'll say... So I'm guessing, I assume, is the game. I'll give you one clue i think i think for us and for a lot of people this is probably worst case scenario worst case scenario based on everything we just talked about did jared just win hoh chair just won hoh my lord how? So did he actually me... win? He must have actually nope. finally won something. He did win it. So here was the order: Sari dropped, Felicia dropped, America was third to drop. Mimi, Corey, Jag, Matt. The final three were Blue, Bowie, and Jared. Blue dropped, then Bowie dropped. Oh my gosh. If you are not watching this on video, <laughs> look look up look us up on YouTube. Tony's face is he is a broken man. <laughs> How does that happen? is it like it must have been a must more challenging wall comp? I like it's there always There were things swinging at him. There were a lot I mean like yeah, it didn't look like anything out of the ordinary. Like there was a lot of I don't know, goo and slime and water and I, like it didn't seem uncommon, but yeah. This is the one person that you were all targeting mm-hmm. and you let him win HOH. And now he's going to get to get away with his lies. You know what? This might be best case scenario because now he's going to be in the house for a while. And next week is a double eviction, which is going to be fascinating to see so what happens there. He won't get to play in that HOH. So that could be a quick turnaround for nope. him. Oh my gosh. Hmm. You know what? This might be best case scenario. No, yeah, it's, you it's, just gotta hope that people don't don't just fall back into line because they're there's somebody who can get them. Well, here's the thing. I think we're probably gonna see Corey America or Cam go home. I think that's that's obvious. I don't. Yeah. I I can't see any like if it's Corey and America on the block or Cam like. I don't know. I, it, that's probably what's going to happen. I think we just need to accept it. Like one of those three are going home, which is very unfortunate because those are I love three all of my three. favorite players right I now. I love all three. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, like best case scenario, maybe Jag just goes home and we finally like just, you know, but that's, I don't, I don't think Jared's going to I also that. like him, but I'd definitely rather he leave than the other three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is Dang. tragic. It's tragic. Dang. <laughs> That sucks. All right, let's Maybe let's keep talking. About... <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta consider it. Honestly, he might be a legend. I am ready to say, Jared, Jag, and Blue. Those are my bottom three this season. Those are three of some of the worst players I've ever seen play the game. Truly. Really, you'd put you'd put Jag down there. I think Jag's the worst. I think Jag is worse than Jared and Blue. 100%. He just hasn't done anything. Is that what it is? Just his lack of doing things? The amount of chances he has had and the amount of times he just goes okay. spilling back to Sari, he, like, the fact that he finally caught on this week has been three weeks after he got voted out unanimously. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, okay. he is, that, like, that. I think I've been a fan since the beginning, so it's tough for me to accept. I love him. He's fun. And I hope that this wake-up call lasts, but I don't know. 
I, Jared's got to try to rekindle something. So is going after those guys. That'll be interesting. Anyways, we can continue with the conversation we were having. That blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, we just talked about Izzy leaving the game. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about her exit, which was kind of feisty? <laughs> Did she push Cameron? Uh, I don't know if it was a push. Maybe like a little, probably like hand just up. A stiff as she, arm. Yeah, like he went to hug her, and she, you know, I don't know if she like aggressively. Like, <laughs> I guess you could call. I it don't understand maybe. her. Yeah, I, I was looking, and it felt violent based on like what I heard. I was like, "What?" It's like, "What?" Mm-hmm. I for I don't understand. There's so there's such a huge difference between like not trusting someone in the game and wanting to get them out, and absolutely hating them. And the fact that she just despises Cameron, it just leaves a poor taste in my mouth. And it's not a cool thing. It's not like, uh, like you can dislike somebody fine, but yeah, she just seemed like she was a bit much. Um, based on how she was treating Suri, I don't know if she would have been interesting to see in the end game, anyways, because she was just gonna do whatever Suri wanted, and that's not. I think I think I'm okay with her going. I think is ultimately where I'm at. Um. She was entertaining, yeah. she was wild, she acted like a mafia boss, which was fun, but yeah, very okay with her being out of here. Right. I think my biggest bummer is that uh, I'm officially the first person to have someone go home on my list that we drafted. Yeah. Which I did not Pretty see coming. Deep. No. I mean, she's the fifth person to leave. It's not, not as deep, I guess, but... <laughs> Guess when you say it that way, the, it feels like we're so far into the season. The fact that your person Jag got voted out ten to zero, and then the fact that he was <laughs> up for nomination and flip and fl- like he almost went last week. Like, I don't know how it is. Like, I, I get how it happened, but a week ago, I would not have been like, "Oh yeah, Izzy's going to be." The-. I would have said Corey and Matt before yeah, he was by going a mile. Again. <laughs> Well, yeah, that too. Oh, which yeah. he almost did. He almost did. <laughs> Cam said he was going to nominate you. That was his target. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, so just to remind everyone, I still have Corey and Matt in the game. Uh, if America goes next week, that could put us a little more even because I think I'd, you know, how we average it. That'll only make me one week off, but who knows? You also have Serene and Jag. So, so of those four who we who we think are likely going to be targets, uh, rank them in order of who you would least like to go, being number one. So it's um, America, Corey, Cam, and Jag. I feel like those are the four that are threatened right now. Least like to go? I, I mm-hmm. think I would say America, honestly. Yep. And I'm trying to think. Uh, she's firmly number one for me. Yes. And I, we've talked, I think like week one, I was talking about her as far as like watching the live feeds and paying attention. Like she knows what she's doing. And I think she finally mm-hmm. has people that are listening to her and she has had to play. Week one, you didn't know. I'm, I gotta stop you there. Week one, I'm pretty, week two, maybe you were there. Week one, you're like, does America exist? I don't remember her at all. And I was like, dude, I'm in. I like her. I think she's going to be good. I don't know. You're like, that. I don't even oh, remember we'll, her we'll existing. We'll pull the tapes. We'll pull that the absolutely tapes. Absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There was a week. I'm not going to let you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there was a week early on that no one's talking about her. And I, I specifically pointed out like, Hey, she's doing things that aren't getting noticed, but like she knows the game. I remember okay. saying that. What? I'll okay. I, I remember <laughs> you saying that too. I just also remember you being like, I remember me being like, Oh yeah, I think, I, I think I like America. I think she's going to be good. And you're like, I don't even know who she is. Are you sure that, that might wasn't... have been just after the eight, the first episode? I was gonna say there's a difference. <laughs> Which, if that's no, the case, not. then you, yes, it was claiming... episode two. Whenever I got live feeds, it was after I had so it wasn't episode one, episode two at the earliest, maybe episode three. My point is, <laughs> I think she has proven that she knows the game. She is trying, yep. and she's finally getting starting to become successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two. Absolutely. I would maybe say Corey. I think he's similar. Uh, I just don't... I don't know. He's sloppy sometimes. It's tough. It's tough to be like, he's a great player. And I, I do think he's a good player. Uh, I just think it's like hard to tell right now. Like, 
is what he's mm-hmm. doing actually going to work long term? And this week will obviously tell that. <laughs> yeah. I think I would be I would choose American number one for sure as well. And then I think Jag is the last one for all of us. For both of us, we'd both yes, be okay correct. with him going. <laughs> correct. Cameron Cameron and Corey is the tough placement for me. Because mm-hmm. I think I like Corey more and I enjoy watching Corey more. I feel like Cameron is better for the season as a whole. Okay. I feel like he's the one who's gonna stir the pot more. Unless Corey is, is becoming that. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. It seems like he's ready to really go to work. But as of right now, Cameron's the only one who's actually done anything to stir the pot in, in a major way, I would say. Actually done something in the context of the game where he nominated people. Corey has had conversations that have definitely stirred the pot, but he has not actually been able to impact the game in that way. I mean, I would say this week's flip was in large part because of Corey. I think like he hasn't had power I to do anything in that way. But... But you I gotta think... wonder. That was that was just Hoh's wishes. That's true too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think my one thing with Cam is, I don't think he's gonna make it all the way. Because no. even after this week, I don't think he has allies. Like, I don't think Corey and America are gonna be like, "Cool, we're in alliance together now." Like, that's the interesting thing. Like, that was never established. Which in previous seasons, that w- that's what we would have seen. We would have seen like, hey, let's flip the vote. Okay, mm-hmm. let's all do this pack together. And that w- that didn't happen. It was just, we're all voting together. And so I almost think like if Cam goes this week, it's almost like let's just get out of the way and continue on with the season. Um, otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, like if he wins veto, someone else goes. But then is he going to be the target the next week? And then the next week. And so... I don't know. There's part of me, like, yes, I love the chaos he causes, but, like, if he can't continue to just win his way to the end, I think it might just be, like, a consistent target, which isn't always as exciting. Mm-hmm. He needed to be a part of those conversations, any of them, whether it was Wednesday night or Thursday afternoon. He needed to be a part of one of them, um, just so he could he could say that he was there, and then he would be able to put together a group based on that, and he wasn't. Um, which just happens sometimes. You're just not in the right room. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you have to capitalize on that opportunity. Once once you see the votes flipping in the way that you want, you got to bring together a couple people. And it's like, do you guys trust me? Like, do you want to work with me? Because right. I don't think Cameron's an untrustworthy person. I don't know. I think he's just the easy target at this point. And then people like Izzy decide that they hate him, so he's the he's the go-to. Yeah, which is, I don't know. I think if you speak that long enough, that person becomes what you're saying, and he became that. Like, he gave them a reason now to target him. Now, he targeted mm-hmm. them because they started it, but they're not going to view it like that. They're going to view it as like, Cam, what? No, we weren't coming at... What? No. So. <laughs> Game's the game. Gaslighting is a major part in Big Brother. That's just how it goes. Honestly. Honestly, it is. And it, it, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have known to put it that way, but it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who else do we want to talk through as we go through names? Mm. We talked a little bit about Bowie uh, at the beginning, and all I'll say is, like, I'm glad she's playing. I feel like this week um, I had to take back those moments where I said she was just nothing and not doing anything this season because she's clearly doing stuff now. So hopefully that She's continues. in some conversations. But she's just kind of there still. I wouldn't. I don't give her too much credit yet. But I hope that she she kicks it into gear. Um, there was yeah, a really part of me good. That know if she has it in her. There was a really good conversation I saw on the feeds last night with her and Chag, um, and it was mostly just talking about how do we explain this flip and how do we, you know, let them know that we're not keeping Izzy and. I think that was a moment for me for both Jag and Bowie to see like, okay, so you are thinking about these things. And I think to Mm -hmm. me, like, that's enough. I just want to know that you're aware of the situation. I think similar to Mimi, um, I think Mimi we've seen a little bit more with as far as like her awareness and her conversations with people. But she's like another person where it's like, is she doing anything? Technically, no. If you just look at the votes and just look at the power and just look at the HOH and veto wins, However, like, mm-hmm. she's fully aware 
And I think that's what I want. I just want to know that these people are aware enough so that when the time comes later on the season, they will actually do something and have knowledge to like base that off of. Yes. Did I freeze again? You cut out there for for me for a second, <laughs> so I missed the second half of that, but I firmly agree with whatever you said. <laughs> do you like Mimi, yes or no? Oh, we got into Mimi. Yes, yes, I do. I oh, do you think missed she's the a Mimi little... part. That was the whole second part, huh? <laughs> oh, I missed the entire Mimi part. It's fine. You, you should you go again? Mimi. <laughs> All right, I just said, I, I, I like that she knows the game, and hopefully she does more. That's the gist of it. <laughs> I do too. I mean, she she obviously. I just there's a point where yes, you want to chill. You don't want to be too crazy. You don't want to be flip flopping too much. But at some point, you do have to make moves. And I feel I'm nervous that she's gonna get super fun game and have not have done really anything. And then she's gonna try to be like, oh, I played a great game, and it's like, well, you didn't really like. Yes, you were aware of what was going on, but you didn't actually have any effect on the game. And so that's sure. I think my concern with her currently but also i feel like she could just really turn it on and do very well mm-hmm. yeah uh is there anyone else that we haven't really touched on i think we hit most of the people uh let me see felicia we didn't really talk about her she stayed yeah i'm just out on felicia she's just i'm i'm fine whenever she goes i think is where i'm at with her <laughs> um which maybe maybe feels extreme, but sh- uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see if she does just continue on with Suri and Jared. I think that's going to mm-hmm. be something to look out for, knowing that they were not the ones initiating her stain. And I also, I think, mm-hmm. like I mentioned this maybe like two weeks ago, how she was beginning to be on the outs with, you know, Suri and all them. And I think we really saw yeah. it this week. And at least for Sunday night, that was a big highlight. It's like, hey, here are the reasons that people want her out. Um, and so, I don't know, it's not one of those things where it's like, weeks of live feeds finally lead up to the episodes revealing of <laughs> what's been happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because they still, both of them still play that they're besties. Like during the whole kayak thing, like, oh yeah, my bestie, this is so awesome. And then they're both like, all right, we got to get this person out. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's fascinating how they're both playing that game. And I wonder if they realize that the other is also doing that. But yeah. that's just Big Brother. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyone I think else? One other thing that I, one th- other thing I wanted to mention is Izzy picking Cameron to do that thing with her is like, oh, sure, it's punishing him. It's punishing her more than it's ever punishing him. And it felt very, very foolish of her to be like, Cameron, you're doing this task with me. Like, you yeah. gotta deal with this dude for hours, all night, and she proclaims that she hates him. Like, that's just that's just pettiness getting out of control. Oh, you showed him. He gave you a punishment, but he had to do it too, which made it worse for you. Good call. And kind of the reverse happened to Felicia, because Felicia at first was disappointing that she was with Zuri because then she couldn't really game talk. But mm-hmm. it ended up helping her because, like I said earlier, the fact that Suri was tied up and couldn't stop Jared led eventually to Felicia staying in the house because Jared cannot do anything without his mommy's approval. Otherwise, he's going to mess it up. Why is someone that unnecessarily? I do not Sorry. like Jared. I. <laughs> it's starting to sink in that we're going to have a week of him in power now. I feel like I want so badly for, like, the child of Sari to be, like, a legend of the game. I think they really, really want that. Because that would, that would be cool. But he's just not, he's just not it. Um, and here's he's the just... bummer, is, like, I'd be curious to hear people who don't watch the live feeds. Because to me, on the episode, he's been getting a very good edit as well. As far as, like, this comp beast, like, this person just, like leaking mm-hmm. this and that like they haven't really shown the downfall of a lot of his mistakes where mm-hmm. all these issues stem from him being bad at the game and so it is gonna bum me out when he makes it far and a lot of the casuals view him as like oh look at he's just like Sari. look how he was able to tell this lie because they're not really showing any of that they're not showing and have you noticed like the edit has just completely excluded him in blue there is no you you do yeah. not see anything of them. It's been two weeks, not a single scene with them talking 
together, like nothing. They are invisible. They're not even considered together right now. It's it's fascinating. No, it's it's insane. Um, yeah, yeah, it's weird. So I I don't like that part of it where it definitely feels like okay, we know that production has their favorites, but like you're making it very obvious who you want to win this season. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if they. If Jared were to play Survivor, if the way that he plays would translate a lot better there. Because it's such a it's so much more fast paced. Like I think that's been one of the issues that I will admit of of Ceri's game is she has to make there's so much flip flopping because there's so much time to make the decision. And when you're so used to just considering every option, you're gonna flip flop repeatedly for days when you have mm-hmm. four three or four days to decide who you're gonna vote out. Yeah. Um. And so the same with same with Jared, the lies that you tell in Survivor, you can get away with more because you're voting somebody out every other day. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing Big Brother, you're voting them out once a week, and so what, the lie that you tell, you have to keep that straight, and you have to make sure that they don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. It's just not an easy thing to do. Hundred percent. I think someone else pointed out, um, this week where it's like maybe this is as much as Ceri is able to play because it's day I think forty three or forty four. And so, like, that's the yeah. survivor season. Like, this is all she's got in her. And I think it's going to be very interesting because we are less than halfway done. By next week, we will hit the halfway point to 100 days. But that's insane. Like, how little yeah. Big Brother we have had. Yeah, we're not we're not even the jury, which we should talk about that as well. But it, it blows yes. my mind. It really does. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, announcement tonight that jury is seven people instead of nine. Uh, I think we've been asking for this for years, haven't we? I I, I think so. I mean, I'll be I honest. Think, well, I like this a lot. <laughs> I think in the in the in the span of um, like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. The swing votes were those eighth and ninth jurors, or those first and second jurors, those first two. And that was what swung it to Nicole, Josh, and Casey. Mm-hmm. And so the frustration was always like, they're so removed from the game, why? And they didn't get to see so much. Why are they a part of it? Mostly because the person that we wanted, to, well, I wanted to win was hurt by it. So that was the big thing. The past few seasons, I don't think it's mattered as much. Actually, I wonder, I don't remember the vote, the votes last season. Well, the last few seasons um, haven't been close. I mean, Taylor won almost unanimous except for Turner's vote. Okay. Turner was the only one that didn't vote for her. And then... I couldn't remember the, the span of her, but Cody, um, Xavier, and Xavier. They, by yeah. they were both unanimous. Both of yeah. them. So, yeah. So I don't think it matters as much, but like, yes, I think... That was kind of the blame of those close votes that um, people's favorites didn't win. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, I think that's probably fair. And I think the difference is like with Survivor, which is a huge difference, is that Survivor sits in on tribal council. So every single, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say eviction, essentially eviction, <laughs> they get to see part of the game. You don't get that with Big Brother. They just watch these tapes, which are only the competitions and only the actual vote, which is nothing. They are completely mm-hmm. relying on other jury members to tell them what happened in the house, and that can be skewed until you get to the final speeches, which most of the time, like on Big Brother 20, they get 90 seconds. So how are you supposed to sway a jury in 90 seconds when most of the jury shows up with their vote already? So like, I think the whole system is just messed up. Yeah. So at least it doesn't fix something. all the issues. Yeah, but it is a step in the right direction, I would say. Yes. Honestly, the nine-person jury would be fine if they were still had the like roundtable discussion. Not with Dr. Will and the people who were voting, but back when they got to ask questions of finalists. But no, they have to have the third, third one on eviction or on the final night. They have to evict the third person just to make it interesting. Like, no, come on. Yeah, I I would say this is a good switch, especially because I think like what this does is just allow less jury votes to win the game. So instead Mm -hmm. of needing uh, five people, now you only need four, which Mm -hmm. I don't know to me, like, oh, are there four people that I can get to vote for me at the end is a much easier task. (laughs) You know, like that extra Mm -hmm. person is pretty difficult. 
And so I think this does allow you to make bigger moves because that's one less person you have to worry about at the end. And then next week, we're going to be at jury. After the ne- after next week, we'll, everybody left will be in jury. So unless it would, it would be interesting if they did a double eviction and then those two people had a battle back just between the two of them. Mm, that would be interesting. I haven't looked at the numbers of like how, how many they need, weeks they need, but I imagine they want to do another double eviction, and I don't know if they have time for it with the people that are left. So, I don't know. Keep, keep your eye out. <laughs> I'll keep my eye out. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for next week's double eviction. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun to see Jared on his way. Um, man, dude, I love this season. I'm sorry. I just I, I can't good. get over it good. Like, just think about this. We have already had, and here, I actually pulled up stats this week because I want, because I thought Felicia was going up until yesterday. So I wanted to talk about how never in history have the first three HOHs gone out pre jury. Um, mm-hmm. And what I learned is that that's never actually happened for the first two HOHs ever. Throughout of all the seasons of Big Brother, one of the first two HOHs have made jury. So the fact that the first two HOHs this season went out pre-jury, that's already. But I mean, that that I would oh, have wow. had to say that weeks ago for it to be relevant. Um, <laughs> saying it now, though. <laughs> so the fact that yeah, like hey. that happened, like we had just back to back, week one HOH go home next week, week two week two HOH go home next week. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that we have had multiple large alliances while at the same time not actually having any. Like this yep. evolved version of voting blocks. The live feeds have been nonstop gaming. Everyone's trying. We brought back the pressure cooker, the nomination wheel in a sense. Like I just, every time I just list off this, like it's crazy. I'm just, I'm having so much fun and I just can't stop talking about it. Crazy that when they introduce elements of the, from the past of the game, it's, it's a positive thing. Yeah. Like bringing back pressure cooker, the wheel, like all of these things I think have been super positive. And I don't think it's just Sari. I feel like it's just a bunch of people who are ready to actually play the game. And that's made this season. I think her being, I think her being there has helped, of course. Um, But you have people that are there to play. Some suck, some are great. And that's, that's what you want. Yeah. Um, Two more quick things before we wrap up, and then I think I got all that I've needed to say on it. Uh, there was a very funny moment this week where people realized that Bowie Jane's last name was Jane, and I don't know why they didn't know that, but then they were very confused on, like, wait a minute, so we just been calling you your full name this whole time? And she goes, yeah, I was also confused by that. So I thought that whole thing was very funny. Her last name is Jane? Or not her last name, but, like, that's not her, like, first name. Her middle name. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I meant. Sorry. My mistake. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I looked at Wikipedia. I was like, her last name's Ball. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. That's just the way that they introduced her. She's Bowie Jane. Yes, but it was, like, this funny conversation. She's like, I don't know. You guys just kept calling me Bowie Jane. So, um, And then one other. They rolled with it. Very funny moment. I don't know if you caught. Um, so, Shelly from Big Brother 13. Ring a bell. Remember her? Yep, maybe. Hated her. So there so she came once the cast was announced for the season, she actually came out and said that she was on the she was sitting next to Matt on the plane as he flew to LA for Big Brother and she didn't know he was on Big Brother. So like she sees him being cast, she's like, "Wait a minute, I was just on a plane with him." So very weird coincidence. Um Matt finally told the story this week in the house uh because we she said that like weeks ago when this first announced and so he tells the story because apparently on the plane um they were talking making small talk he's like oh i'm going to la to model like he wasn't saying what he was doing and then they started talking about tv she was saying like oh you should be an actor or something and then she brought up big brother how she was on the show and he didn't say anything in the house this week. He brought that up. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember her name, but there was someone who played Big Brother. I was on a plane with them. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, honestly, I thought it was a test. I thought it was a producer that was trying to test me and trick me into spilling because I know I'm not allowed to say I'm on Big Brother. <laughs> so he, oh, didn't, awesome. he didn't believe that she was on Big Brother 13 and doesn't remember who she was. So it was just a very funny story that, like, the internet was talking about weeks ago and now like we hear his side of it it's very funny <laughs> attaboy matt way to way to stay strong i love that for you 
<laughs> oh man all right you got anything awesome. else on this episode this week no i think that's all i got great great week episodes were fine waste of a two-hour episode i will say oh my gosh um, so what a waste <laughs> very interested to see what they give us on sunday though a late episode sunday yes and early episodes thursday now thanks to buddy games which unfortunately we missed the premiere sorry everyone who wanted to hear us talk about that I love buddy games. <laughs> All right. For more episodes, visit knockingmailpersonal.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Really, we are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at NGAP Pod. That is at NGAP Pod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. We will see you next week. Remember to love one another. <laughs>